I got my stimulus today. Ooh. Did you? Yeah. Which one? Finally. The late one or the new one? The new one. The Biden money. All right. Yeah, just leave it to Trump not to pay me. <laughs> but I'll be getting that money on my taxes. Yeah. And Karen, I got vaccinated. Woot. About goddamn time. I'm th- Jeez, look at you <laughs> yelling at me. <laughs> Didn't Karen just have to go down to the ghetto like five minutes ago to get vaccinated? <laughs> also, I was trying, Karen, and like, there's, I live in the States. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nick put me onto this cool website for this one hospital, and mm. they put out alerts when they had openings. So I went down, got a shot, went to casino. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Yep. <laughs> it's not instant protection, you know. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> it was, gotta be honest with you, it was nice to be doing something different. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Interacting with live human beings instead of over Discord. I was gonna say, I went outside today. That was a big deal. <laughs> I don't think I've gotten that much vitamin D from the sun in a long time. It was a nice day today. And what's up with our one neighbor? We're walking along and he's like, <laughs> I forget if I was a conversation started, but you know, it was just a, hey, neighbors, good to see you, blah, 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 weather conversation. He's like, yeah, they say we're going to get more snow. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> they do. Thanks, Buzz Killington. <laughs> I did see that the Thursday that there was a 50% chance of snow. Mm. I'm sure it won't last very long, though. Oh, no. No, I'm sure it's not a gathering type of snow. Just, uh, just enough to disappoint. In my head, though, I was just like, you know, you're the guy who's on vacation, constantly going, oh, only two days left of vacation, only one day left of vacation. (laughs) Enjoy the vacation. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, March 30th, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, and that'll allow you to chat directly with us on Discord as we record Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Like our new patron, Joshua? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. If you can't do that, you can still post to our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. This week, we'll be talking about assault weapons, religion and politics, COVID news, you know, the usual stuff. (laughs) Uh, But I wanted to start out with the fact that, and we, we had mentioned this before, but Louis DeJoy is still in charge of the Postal Service. And again, I say I don't understand how that's a thing, how that... Right. He is appointed by a board of directors, not by the secretary of whatever's in charge of there. So the secretary in charge of there would have to replace the board of directors to vote the way that he wants them to vote. So to get rid of DeJoy and replace him with someone so, else, he is not a position accessible by the right. president. So basically, is that what Trump did? Did he get rid of the board and get the board in so they would vote DeJoy? I have no idea. Trump didn't. There, there were no rules then. Mm. So again, <laughs> why are we following the rules? Just fucking do it. Well, but, I don't having know. said that, I got my stimulus check today, so, but. Also, I'm with you. I don't, I don't know why, why there are rules that are being adhered to. I mean, I guess he's back to doing a normal job. Is anybody keeping an eye on him? 
He's still trying to ruin the post office, just in in, in kind of a you know skeezy businessman kind of way now. So he has, and this is a couple articles that I saw, the one I posted is on Huffington Post. He has a couple plans. The The main thing that he is doing now is he's making changes to the delivery standards, making it so that um, it's going to take longer to get things delivered. Uh, things are going to cost more. So, you know, basic idea of ruining it. However, he is trying to remove the law that says that they have to, I think we discussed this previously, or the Postal Service, you have to pre-fund, dedicate the money for the funding of people retiring. Oh, he's getting rid of that. And yeah, he wants to get rid of that, which that was a stupid thing to begin with. Like, there was no reason the Postal Service needed to do that. So is he is he kind of doing what he's doing because, like, I know it's a Republican standpoint to get rid of the Postal Office before anyway prior to the election and and wanting to privatize it or, you know, or just eliminate it because they feel like it's a waste. So is he just back to that old hat? I think he's trying to make it less convenient and less usable and, you right. know, downsizing to, uh, just, it just as much as he can. Just to make it go away. Yeah, to yeah. make it go away because they feel like it's a waste of money because yeah, we're all about the free market. Right. Private industry can do it better. Is the I mean, it's because, I mean, Georgia just fucked itself over, so they don't even need to worry about the joy. They're like, oh, we're going to make it harder anyway. <laughs> right. And then I was just thinking while you're telling, I'm like, why is why is the post office just not free for us? Well, that would be socialism. Not free, I can understand. It's been <laughs> it's been really cheap. I mean, in order to send a letter anywhere, I mean, you just throw a stamp on it, and the stamps are not that expensive. Like, right. they're fairly cheap. But I mean, we fund so many other things. How much money do we does the government fund into the post office? I think it. I think it. It balances its budget if you don't consider the um, pre-funding of the pension plan. It makes enough to cover that. But the pre-funding of the pension plan, it was ridiculous. They had to spend, it's like 10 years in advance, pre-funding pensions. It's crazy. I'm just saying, you take a bill away from the defense budget put in the post office, huh. we don't have to pay for anything again. It's another free right, service. exactly. It is a government service. <laughs> you mean the fully depleted defense department? Well, that's Excuse true. me, yeah, that's if you true. want to be taken over by Antifa. <laughs> I, I, heard, I heard that China has a bigger navy than we do. I'm sure they do. Because they have rowboats and call that part of the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> so they have more boats than us. Slight exaggeration, but, but yeah. Not hey, too much, yeah. They have three aircraft carriers. One of them is being retired. And we have 15? 24? Yeah. We have 24. some crazy gigantic yeah, city, city floating cities. Yeah, multiple. China got us again. <laughs> what I don't understand is... They're treating the Postal Service, DeJoy specifically, as a business. And they're saying, like, oh, it loses money. Well, it doesn't lose money. It's a service to be provided to the people. Yeah. Like, a government service doesn't need to make money. That's right. not what it's there for. You just made Republicans' heads explode. Doesn't need to make money. It's not a publicly shared company, okay? Mm. You're not a stockholder. You're just a taxpayer, and this is a government service. Like, I, that concept is just completely lost like you said, in today's Republicans' minds, definitely. Yeah. And we still pay taxes to fund it and pay for stamps and whatever shipping. Yeah. So it's not even a great government service, <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, it's great that it works, but they should be, should be better. I'm going to run into politics. I'm going to make the post office free. <laughs> Fuck health care. I, I don't think tax money goes into it. I think it is self-funded. No way. There's got to be tax money going into it. I don't think so. I don't know the answer in. to that. All right. Well, you you can look that up. Um, 
I'll forget about it in the next five minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> You're being quoted on Discord. Fuck yeah. healthcare, free stamps. <laughs> Zero taxes paid into it. It is self-funded. Wow. There you go. That is a horrible system. Just tax. Oh my. Okay. I, I got my platform. I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> okay. So next thing I have to follow up on, uh, Capital Insurrectionist. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce this. Joseph Glonet. I don't know what that anthem. I don't know what that first name really is. Anthem? Never seen it before. Yeah. It's completely new to me. But apparently he's being internet trolled and called Baked Alaska. <laughs> so he says he's making a uh, bid to uh, get leniency from the court uh, to go without GPS monitoring. Because, and this is legitimate, this is his reasoning, he shouldn't be monitored for GPS location because he's Christian. Oh, we know that already. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the correlation, though. No. Being Christian will, how does that negate that? No, that's it. He's Christian. That makes him a good person. Right? Oh, so he's so, saying, because I'm Christian, I'm a good person, so I don't need to be GPS monitored. Right, Correct. exactly. Well, if you're a good person, what do you care if you have a GPS monitor on you? Yeah. Got what are you him. hiding from? <laughs> Got him. Yeah. <laughs> what are you hiding from, buddy? And what? as the friendly atheist says, nothing says I love Jesus more than a Trump-loving neo-Nazi storming his own capital. Mm. Yeah. How many cops did you beat with the American flag? Why are they calling him Baked Alaska? <laughs> I don't really know. I don't think it really went into that too much. This, however, was the guy, he's on film, he was the guy that went into the Capitol, picked up the phone, and made a pretend phone call to random senator saying that he was going to go get him. Oh, on video. Yeah, I saw that guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, the sad part is, do you think that he actually thinks he's a good person? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's disturbing. Yeah. Well, they all think they're good people. They all think they were trying to save the government from the, you know, the child-eating pedophiles. So he's just being completely railroaded in his mind. Yep. He didn't break any laws. Yep. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, nothing too serious. Like, what he was doing was more important than the laws he was breaking. Right. It was justified. Mm-hmm. So from what I'm getting, Baked Alaska is actually this guy's, this is, that's his internet name. Ah. Like, you know how Neo in, uh, yep. what, what the hell's the name of that His movie? handle is Baked Alaska. Matrix, thank you. Yeah, his handle is just Baked Alaska, so. Because <laughs> he's from Alaska and he smokes a bunch of pot? Yeah, I guess. Maybe he just likes ah. Baked Alaska. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> It's kind of it's very his 70s. dessert, and everybody's like, "Really? That's your favorite? <laughs> All right." The amount of time that I've been spending playing poker online, I question everybody's name mm. and why they came up with it that way. Oh, really? Yeah, like I just no. don't understand. Like Tommy Vikings lover four one two three two nine. Oh, see, like, I never get anybody with weird names. I always get some sort of poker pun. Oh, I don't see that at all. That I can understand. Granted, I go by the name Crap Weasel on there, so... <laughs> yeah, what would you infer from your own name? Well, I have a picture of Tucker Carlson, so most people think I hate Tucker Carlson, which they are right, and they love to talk to me about it in there. Right. All right, moving on to the news. You guys been keeping track of uh, anything going on in the Derek Chauvin trial? The the police officer accused of uh, killing Murdering George, George Floyd? Floyd? Yeah. Uh, a little bit. So I have not been watching it. It's been yes, on. It's very early on. I haven't been too too plugged in. Mm. Right. Sure. The the gist I get is that the uh, the defense is for him is basically saying he did nothing wrong. He did uh, 
He did everything the way a good police officer should. George Floyd was previously a drug user. That's why he died. And like, well, they're saying that he actually had drugs in his system at the time, which is that I don't remember hearing that. But even if that were true, it whatever. I don't know. They're basically saying, Ray, that he would have died of a heart attack regardless of Derek Chauvin standing on Right. That's like saying yeah. that the, the person would have died of diabetes anyway, even if they hadn't got COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. No, the only thing I've heard so far is that the amount of time he spent crushing his windpipe was like 45 seconds longer than they were claiming. Yeah, it's over nine minutes. Yeah. Then the other thing is there's the 911 operator who was, I guess, watching it on a security cam hmm. and like called the police station was like, is the camera frozen? Because that guy has not moved off that dude's neck in, like, five minutes. Mm. Yeah, it was a whole... I mean, again, it's not... It just makes it look worse. But, uh... I mean, he's put it... He knelt on the man until he was dead. I don't know how you make it look worse, but I get your meaning. (laughs) Right. Well, I don't understand the defense. And here's... I mean, I understand the defense, and they're just trying to get the guy off. But the impact that that defense would have of, well, look, the police are just doing their job. Black guys get killed in the course of police work. That's just what it is. Oh, I think that's, that's pretty much their argument. Yeah, I think the the argument is basically trying to not get him um, uh, found guilty of murder and just of manslaughter. He didn't do it on purpose. It wasn't intentional. I think that's going to be ultimately the goal. Because there's you're no- crazy. He's going to walk. Oh man, I really mm. hope not. You know, they broke down the jury. What did they say? It was like six white people, four blacks and two mixed race uh and six are women hung jury then i don't know i mean like the def- here's the thing the defense you know they all you know they lay out their game plan in the beginning their opening uh statements mm. and they they were showing pictures from the body cam footage showing what happened previous to the next stomp and if that video i mean if they have actual video of him like being unruly then he's then Derek chauvin's getting off but I was like, if that tape existed, why haven't we seen it already? I would, sure. I would imagine they would have shown that right away and been like, no, he was being crazy, you know, and that's why we we got on his neck. But I don't care how crazy a person is; there's yeah, still I'm, no reason I'm to not, kneel on his neck for eight minutes and forty six seconds. Like, yeah, that's but, just. But is it enough to sway somebody to be like, well, he does look like he was he might be hurt somebody, you know, or whatever reason? But once they got him under control, all he needed to do is. Cuff him and put him back in the car again. It, yeah, it's gonna I, be, I, listen, it's gonna I agree. Be. Or tase him. I mean, sure. t- t- tase the guy. <laughs> what what charges uh, specifically does anybody know that are they lobbying against? Manslaughter and third degree murder and I think second degree. Oh, guarantee he walks. <laughs> guarantee he walks. Whoa, that was too lofty. Too, too lofty. Well, they didn't go for first degree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they felt confident enough that they tacked a third degree on. <sighs> Who knows? I mean, like, yeah. I, like I said, it all depends. I swear it depends on the tape mm-hmm. of the uh, the body cam footage. Because you, yeah, you put it down in anybody's mind. Yeah, I mean, or they could get him down for involuntary manslaughter, but. Yeah, I, was, I mean, I suppose at any point, if it doesn't look like it's going well, Chauvin will uh, uh, try to... You know, plead it down, but who knows? In this I mean, climate, listen, I, I feel like it doesn't look good for him. Oh <laughs> no! I'm ju- no, no. I'm just saying because because of a the tape, because of everything that went on, the fact that they worked together at one point. Mm. You know, you pull a couple people out of there and being like, "Oh no, Derek hated him." 
Yeah, oh, God, he really hated him. He's been a racist since he joined the the force. for whatever reason. But then again, like, Ian, I wouldn't be surprised if he walks and the whole country explodes. Yeah. We'll see. I was going to say, nope, Jared is correct. Because when that happens, then it will be because of Biden's failed policies. That's why the country is exploding. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is absolutely true. Oh, so <laughs> what are these black people getting mad about? Jeez, just stay home. Don't fucking burn fire. <laughs> Storm a capital, at least. <laughs> so on Biden's policy, um, I think that this is a mistake. Biden called for a, a ban on assault weapons after the bold Boulder uh, grocery shooting. Mm-hmm. And the reason I think this is a mistake is because it's too it's too far too quick. A banning of assault weapons is something that can rile up the right together to just strike down anything. If okay. you go for the background checks, which I think would be way more helpful in general, you go with that sort of thing. Restrict re- restrict in other ways, ways that are arguably going to prevent mass shootings. You're, you're going to get a lot more ground even with a few republicans moderate republicans i disagree you think man they won't give an inch right it doesn't matter what it is you could go and say we're confiscating all the weapons too uh we're thinking about putting a mandatory 10 minute wait in (laughs) 10 minutes will you guys go for that 10 minutes no that's trotting on my second amendment rights it's they're never going to give an inch ever now tell me why i'm wrong (laughs) well that may be true it, it, I'm just going to say that may be true, because there, you're going to have a ton of Republicans who aren't going to give an inch. Absolutely. But the term assault weapon, as was mentioned by Joshua in the in the Discord, assault weapon isn't clearly defined. It's um it's a, it's too ambiguous of a term. It's not something that we have. I mean, there was an assault. There was a weapons ban in like the 90s, but everything that was on there, like there were things that. You could argue that were assault weapons that weren't on there, and things that were on there that why were they on there? Like it's way too of an ambiguous term, and a lot of people just look at a gun and do go by a gut feeling as to whether or not it's an assault weapon. And some hunting rifles are just as lethal as the quote unquote assault weapon that scares people. So it's just it's a too ambiguous of a term, and you're immediately thinking they're they're immediately doing the they're gonna take our guns away by banning them. Well I'm, I think I'm, it, an important distinction is he, he did not say that he wanted to, you know, sign an executive order to ban all assault weapons. He said, Congress, do your jobs and come up with something. Here's what I want, but I'm Biden, so I'll settle for something in the middle, which is background checks. And but I he can tell you this, nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, probably not. There's not going to be a fucking change anywhere. And we'll move on, wait for the next shooting, and have the same discussion again. <laughs> Nothing will happen. Yeah, I think we talked about it last week. This country has, seems to have resigned itself to the idea that this is just going to happen. Yeah. They would rather have unlimited access to all guns at all times for no reason whatsoever. And, you know, some people got to die along the way. No big deal. Right. Yeah, I don't see why I don't it's... Even- I don't see why it's ban all assault weapons or everybody can have any gun they want. <laughs> like, why can't we just it, this? We're, I mean, in our current culture, we're never finding middle ground. Because, like, it's just, and, and that's where my problem is. It's that it's not I don't I honestly don't believe people have resigned to the fact that there's just going to be a shooting and that's what you deal with. They've just resigned to the fact that 
every time we have this conversation, nothing fucking changes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, sure. Yeah, that that's that's where yeah. my the core of my frustration is. Right. It's 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 not that it needs to be one extreme or another. It's that it's only this one extreme and nothing will ever change. You know, I, I feel like there's any number of degrees of change that could significantly improve the gun violence situation in the United States, but you know, I have been told time and again that any change is a slippery slope, totally goes against the Second Amendment, and can't have anything. Which it's not, and right. it's not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, I know, but but that's the argument every time. I mean, if Sandy Hook didn't change anything, then yeah, I, that, I can't. I have no argument, right? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing with this country: we are never willing to try anything. Right. Yeah. Like we can go well. Not Remember, never. there was a time when they banned alcohol. Yeah. Right. And it was illegal to have alcohol. <laughs> they changed that, guys. They went away. It's you know? not. It's not that this country never can make changes. My case in point: 1934, the National Firearm Act. You don't see people running around doing mass shootings with fully automatic weapons. It just doesn't happen. Why? Because in 1934, we as a society said no. You can't have a fully automatic weapon unless you have a license and are registered with the FBI. And we were able to put that in place. All we need to do is expand on that act and include firearms that uh, that we consider to be just made uh, to kill people. And you know, however you want to define, right? You just expand on that previously existing act and you have you you have to go get registered in order to own one of those weapons. That means you can still get your weapon if you want it, but you have to be registered. You have to be a law-abiding citizen. You have to meet certain qualifications. This is this is something that's already in place and has been for 90 years almost, and yet it it's unthinkable. By the way, yeah. it's completely it's completely agreed to by the NRA, all firearm owners. Like everybody's a nobody. You don't hear anybody protesting the 1934 Firearm Act because they don't even know it fucking exists. <laughs> That's why you try. But to they do know that, the rules. You, they, you try they know they that. can't buy or buy a fully automatic weapon. That happened before I was born. I don't know what that. Is. That doesn't affect me. That probably you know? half of them think it's part of the Second Amendment. <laughs> But I mean, like, we just, we're we're not even willing to go, hey, let's give it a shot. Let's give a waiting period a shot. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. We can always change it back. Well, we actually tried to ban assault weapons in the past. Did, was there a drop in gun violence in this country when we did that in the past? No. Now. It wasn't long enough. I don't believe so. It was about a decade. Hmm. Um, But there were. It was only a quote-unquote ban on the import and uh, oh. distribution of said firearms. If you already had them, it wasn't – I mean, there was nothing to, to stop you from selling your own to somebody else or – because as we, private sales are really just not regulated in most states, so. Right. Yeah, the private sale is the, the – how do you do private sale background checks? You need to be a registered gun owner before you can buy one in a private sale? I mean, it's the, the, you know, the, the gun shows. That where most of these weapons are purchased, or a lot of these weapons are purchased. And you know why this shit gets held up? When when seventy percent of the country says yeah, expanding bad background checks is fine. I've said it a million times. It's the goddamn gun manufacturers. Oh yeah. Oh, and the NRA. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you told McDonald's you got to wait three days before you can buy a Big Mac, <laughs> they would protest it. This is only that is the only reason this is getting held up because of money and politics. And we should get rid of that, and it would be solve a lot of our problems. 
true. I don't understand. Uh, I mean, with the NRA going bankrupt, uh, or at least filing for bankruptcy, I, just I would hope they, that that would impact their influence. But They're not going away, to be clear. They're just not paying the people they owe money to. Right. Right. Also, it's <laughs> not just the NRA. It's gun manufacturer lobbies, you know. Yep. Sure. Donating money and, and whatnot and shit like that. And super fast. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's like but we so, legalize bribery in our country for oh, politics. Right. Let's bring let's bring it back to Ray's original point. And I think that needed just a touch more examining because I, I think we all know the correct answer. So when there was, you know, a seemingly like loosely achievable middle ground, like like what Biden is proposing, we all know is is not feasible mm. correct yes and you know maybe maybe expanded background checks are more popular maybe that would have worked so why jump straight into this because he doesn't want it to work he doesn't care he wants us to think that he's doing a good job and he's a good liberal all he gives a shit about is his new infrastructure bill he doesn't care about these dead people in colorado he doesn't care about these dead people in atlanta he is jumping to this so he can it can fail. He can say, sorry, guys, I tried. Ooh, those Republicans. Mm -hmm. Give me money for my infrastructure bill. I would like to think that isn't true, but- uh, I know you would. Yeah. <laughs> I have no argument against it. Yeah, that's probably part of the problem, too. All right. I, I said what I wanted to say about that. As, and if there's nothing else, I'm going to move on to the next thing. No, okay. I thought you were spot on. No, right. we've, le we've learned there's no amount of people dying in, in one situation that's going to move the needle on this. Yeah, apparently. Oh, one one last complaint I have is every time you the people people want to make an improvement on firearms and then their their use in mass shootings and stuff like this, there's an argument made about the number of deaths in this country from firearms. I just wish that we could not use the you know, pull the heartstrings of the number of people killed, not include everybody who committed suicide from firearms. Like, if I was going to kill myself, I would use a firearm because it's handy. I know where it is. I know how to use it. And it's going to be really quick, right? If you take that option away, the people are still going to try and commit suicide and it's going to be messier and hit and miss. Yes, some lives could be saved. It's just, I hate that argument of look at all these people who committed suicide therefore you can't have the the firearm you want it's just i don't know to me it's not a good argument it is not i didn't even know it was an argument yeah i, I had not heard it prior to the one you made and you're you are not at all incorrect that is an inappropriate you know statistic to use and it's inappropriate to you know people who have survivors of of, of who you know have family and loved ones who commit suicide that was not can't use that as as a platform for gun regulation. The, I, I I feel like we can start at the mass killings yes. and then, you know bring it down from there. Yeah, that number of dead people should be enough to make a change. Obviously, it isn't. Yes. But on the same token, on the other side, don't fucking talk to me about knives and fucking cars <laughs> killing people. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm fine with talking about cars because cars have to be registered and you have to have a license if we uh inspected, yeah. Right. Right. You had to take a test. Yep. You had to take another test. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, cars cars is definitely the folly, but it's it's nice and simple. Yeah, there's so many things that I I don't want to hear about anymore. I don't want to hear about the well, you know, it's an inanimate object. Guns if don't you just kill set people. a gun in the corner of the room, it's not gonna hurt anybody. And I'm like, come on now. That first of all, that's silly. <laughs> Second of all, I can only assume that 
that everybody who supports that argument is in favor of fully legalizing drugs. Right. Because if you throw a bag of heroin in the corner of a room, it's not going to shoot itself into your arm. <laughs> nope. Why have so any why law, make, Ian? Why make it illegal? Ian, why have any law? Criminals are going to get guns anyway. Every law is broken because there was a law made because somebody was doing something wrong. So why have any fucking law? <laughs> Bad people are still going to do shit. Murder's illegal, but people still murder people. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy, Jared. It's, it's a unbelievable. World why that we're why in. even have laws against murder? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we devolve any any devolve any more into this uh, sarcastic swamp. So the next thing I've got is from the Religious News Service. Um, Gallup poll came out. The number of Americans who belong to a church or any house of worship is down significantly. We are down to mm. 48 or 47 percent. Hey, we outnumber them now. We do. Let's take over. <laughs> now, this doesn't mean religious. You can still be religious and just not go to a church. But this is the number of people who, are, who say they are members of a church or religious group is down to 47%. I think that's the lowest number in the country's history. Yeah, it's well, it's been on a steady decline. There's been occasional upticks, but for the most part, it's a steady curve downward. Um, I attribute this to the fact that Fox News was not the number one news channel <laughs> for the first time in years. Oh, this, <laughs> this, is, from, this is from last year. This is not current. Uh, this was, uh, you know, they just ran all the number. They did all the polls last well, year. And meant, this is their I meant that as a joke anyway. <laughs> oh, well, I know, but still. Uh, so a question from Discord, is it just because they're going to church via YouTube? No, because you can still be a member of the church and attend on Sundays via, you know, whatever electronic device you want. But uh, this is actually membership in the church. So membership is actually down, uh, not just attendance. So, yeah, so it's, it's And it's self-reported. So these are people that have said, I no longer belong to a church. It's not that they, you know, don't show up anymore. It's like, no, I'm, I don't, I don't participate anymore. So only forty percent, forty-seven percent of the people in this country that responded to the poll, or you know, were members of the poll group, participate in a church anymore. So that's good. It's progress. And that's why the Catholics are going bonkers, or the Christians are going bonkers. <laughs> well, Catholics specifically as well. Sure. However, uh, there's still enough churchgoers in Congress. So on to some politics mm. stuff. Cindy Hyde-Smith, her argument, she made this argument in Congress that I can't speak, I can't speak for uh, Georgia because they passed all the anti-voting stuff in Georgia, right? Yeah. Um, she said, I can't speak for Georgians, but I can speak for, what are, what's it called, Mississippians? Is that the correct? Mm -hmm. Sounds right. Uh, she says that uh, you can't vote on Sunday. We never had that on Sunday. Hold an election. We never want to do any of that. And she held up a dollar bill, and this is her proof. It says, in God we trust on it. Hmm? Remember to keep the Sabbath holy. You can't You can't uh, vote on Sundays because God. <laughs> what? This is her <laughs> argument on the floor of Congress. I mean, Except for no, a, a no-knock warrant is allowed on Sundays. God allows a no-knock warrant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She was, by the way, she was sworn in to office on uh, Sunday. So ah, nice. No, that's it, purely a racist argument, uh, hidden racist argument, because there is a significant push in uh, the southern states for going to vote after church in the black community. Souls to the polls, they call it. So it is squarely um, pointed at them as, as, you know, 
un- uh, inappropriate. Wow. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> Even they know it. <laughs> wow. Along Bullshit. with that are one of our favorites, new favorites, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. Vaccine passports. She wants to, to uh, have them be known as Biden's Mark of the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that he's not proposing? <laughs> She's setting a new bar on how dumb you can be in Congress. I really, oh. but all the religious reference and, ah, uh, sorry, I'm just getting so frustrated with it. She's going to be their next president. I was going to say, is, is she really setting a new bar or is she competing at the same level of, you know, Ted Cruz and Matt Gates? Mm. Dude, oh. she's a female Donald Trump prop comic. <laughs> 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 she, she's she's the carrot top of Donald Trump's. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> They're on the same world tour together. That you're looking at your next president. I, I am telling you, she is going to run in 2024 and fucking win. I don't that's, think that's so. That's too bold of a prediction. I, I, I would, no, she's still a woman, Jared. Right? Yeah, she's a- but she got that right level of boldness and dumb shit coming out of her mouth, just like Trump, except. She uses a lot of props. <laughs> it's only her biggest problem is that she has had multiple affairs, and as a as a Christian woman, that is unacceptable. So Men can Donald do Trump. it. Men. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Nope, I'm telling you, Trump gets behind her. She is impure. Mark, Not going to happen. This fucking day, right now, <laughs> you're looking at her the the first female president of the United States. Oh God. <laughs> I am. It's going to be her versus Highly Kamala. Highly skeptical of this claim. You no. wait and see. She's a rising <laughs> rising star. Yeah, everybody's a rising star. Anybody who gets any sort of airtime is a rising star. My old nemesis in South Dakota is a rising star. What's her name? Christy Noam. Mm. Christy Noam. Bobert's a rising star. Bobert. Ted Cruz is kind of a waning star. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of Bobert, did you notice that she removed the guns from the back of her uh, Zoom meeting area yeah. after the shooting in her state? <laughs> I'm actually shocked that she did. Yeah. I am. I'm only flabbergasted because everybody who we've named, plus so many others, Trump and McConnell and just dozens of others, their bullshit is so unbelievably transparent Mm. and it works 99.9% of the time. Like it is, it's not even paper thin. It is absolutely, it's, it's, it's like a gaseous, like wafting of bullshit. And people are like, <laughs> I, I can't, I don't know. That's, that's ironclad. Yeah. I've often like, you know, you talk about living in two worlds, but it's like looking through two different sets of eyes, almost like, like uh. we're looking into like a different dimension because, and I've said this to people who support Donald Trump. When I hear him talk, I hear an obvious bad con man. Yeah, like it's he could lead with that, and he would still win people over. Yeah, if he led with, "Hey, everybody, just so you know, I'm about to lie to you for thirty minutes. How are you going to get everybody vaccinated? I don't know. I know a general. Let's just say general. How's that sound to you, dummies? We love it. Okay, cool." Yeah, like, I try to stress these people, I go, and it's not like, I'm not telling you, like, I'm a smart guy who can spot a con from a mile away. I, you could con me in two fucking seconds. I'm telling you he's a bad con, and, yeah. and that it's easy to spot. Well, Why he, said, not? he said it out loud. He said, I could kill somebody on Fifth Avenue, and they, I wouldn't lose any support. He, has, he acknowledges 
all of it. But and but uh, what I couldn't figure out was like, well, why do you not see what I see? Yeah. Why do you, or why don't I see what you see? You see a guy hugging the American flag, and you get a boner over that. And I go, oh, he's just doing that to fucking pander. Why can't you see that? They believe Donald Trump loves America, right? Well, because it, it's it's hard to look past being pandered to because you feel that that sense of satisfaction in the moment, and you are able to let go of you know your long. Do you remember hashtag Oscar so white? Okay, fine. We'll give best picture to uh, uh, a a uh, you know movie about black people, and then the very next year. Because they were like, this is great. It totally makes up for all the racism and all the bullshit you put us through. And the very next year, it went back to a completely white situation. And everybody's like, oh, well, these Oscars are okay. Thanks for pandering to us one year. That's all it takes. All it takes is one little platitude. And everybody's like, mm, I feel so warm and good. But why does that not work on me? Because <laughs> you're a skeptic. No, I mean, it's just, it's so not hard to see. Like any to any black person in that situation, be like, "Oh, come on, give me a fucking break!" You know, I don't want to take that. That people are stupid. There's got, there's got to be something more to it. <laughs> there's got to be well, something more to it. it, it, it I am not that fucking you, what intelligent. If that, what if that reminder just said Americans are stupid? Mm. Would that help? Well, part of it is the church's fault because the church teaches you not to think. It teaches you not to discern, you know, right. people's just motives. Believe. Just believe. Have so people faith. just believe, have faith. Have faith. Yep. <laughs> and it's a, you it's a form for of stupidity. Now, you just have to have faith. Yep. But, like, for instance, I'm, I'm trying to think of a situation where a liberal might have pandered to me for something I uh, wanted. So just now, <laughs> Joe Biden came out and said he's going to work to get all of assault rifles banned, and he's not. <laughs> <laughs> well... Yeah, I mean, I guess that could be it. But I, I have to call that one out afterwards. Like, I have to say. But does that just come out being, well, that wasn't so much as a pander as it was a lie? I, 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 I feel like it's the same. Like, he's just telling you what you want to hear mm. so he can pursue his own interests. I mean, right. I don't want to sound like a super cynic like I often do. But, I mean, you know, I've got, you know, I got the right telling me to go fuck myself. We're going to do whatever they want. And then I've got, you know, the current administration going, um, Black Lives Matter, hashtag stop Asian, Asian hate. Fuck you, we're going to do whatever we want. <laughs> like, I guess if it, if it was a situation like, obviously, the thing with the kids at the border is becoming a, a real bad look for Biden, mm. basically because he won't let anybody into the facilities. And if, if like, he just opened one, which I think he did just open one facility showed everybody and was like, look how great it is. What about these other ones? You can't go in there. I mean, that, the, So there, there's the pander move, but I didn't fall for I'm like, no, something ain't right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's because you don't have faith in Biden. You believe right. that, you know, he, he has he, he's a better leader for this country and has better intentions, but he's not pure. Um, well, right. right. I'm but not only marginally. It, I'm not a fucking again, moron. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. It's it's the, the move after that move let – was what him him kind of letting us all know that it's not a problem he he is equipped to solve the same way that Trump made dumb dumb Mike Pence the the COVID czar that's why everybody's like oh man these these kids that you're rounding up Biden this is a real bad look for you he's like I don't know what you're talking about that's her job <laughs> Kamala's gonna take care of that thanks solved Joe. <laughs> I'm gonna go have. Hunter solve peace in the Middle East. <laughs> oh, God. I, see, I wish he would do that. 
<laughs> you kind of do too, just to be a dick. I mean, I guess it goes back to that old that old saying that Al Franken said is like you like liberals love their leaders like they love a you know a wife or a partner or a husband, and Republicans love their leaders like a three year old loves their mommy mm. or like a god. Mom, mommy can do no wrong. Everything mommy does is right, and we're more like we're more adult about it and being like, look. Joe Biden ain't fucking perfect. Of course he's not. The guy's been in politics for 50 fucking years, right? Is he yep. better than Trump? Of course. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not embarrassed every time he opens his fucking mouth. That's a, that's a fair, that's a fair assessment. That's, that, that's why the, the GOP is comfortable constantly trying to invoke the founding fathers. Like they're infallible gods. Yeah. Yeah. You know what the founding fathers think. <laughs> fucking three, yeah. three, 300 years ago, they, they nailed it in one shot and that was it. They did. <laughs> We got it! Yeah, right after they took leeches off of them and took out their fucking wooden false teeth. And, you know, freed their slaves went in their wills, but not when they were alive. Yeah. 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 Geniuses. All of them. <laughs> they were trying their best in the, in the times that they lived, but yes. they were fallible. Yes, I, I agree. Yes. Speaking, of, uh, speaking of geniuses, yes. though, <laughs> Matt Gates. I had to bring up Matt Gates. This was posted in Discord <laughs> earlier. Uh, it's very possible that he is seriously considering not seeking re-election. He's going to be quite possibly leaving Congress for a job at Newsmax. Multiple people close to Matt Gates say that he is considering it. Of course, it probably pays way more. <laughs> I want him. I want to encourage him to uh, go work at Newsmax as quickly as possible. I also don't think that Newsmax is going to be anything, and will likely just fall to the wayside here. But uh, of course, there's a, a good reason that he might be leaving. <laughs> oh, why is he under investigation for something? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, sex with an underage girl. Yes. Yep. Yes. Whoo. Matt, way to play into your fucking scumbag face. I know! Isn't that exactly what he should be accused of? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he totally looks like the type. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, have we talked about Nestor before? His, uh, uh, I'm oh, yeah. We had a whole bit on Nestor. <laughs> yeah. Nestor's still around. He allowed Nestor to go on uh, spring break this year, he said. Of course. The 20-year-old that lives in his house that's not related to him and is not adopted. <laughs> There's no lying. Don't lie. Nestor is fucking 35. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt Gates, yeah, he's got issues. <laughs> I can't believe Matt Gates would, would, would give up his job in Congress serving the people what he's always wanted to do, to go get a job at Newsmax and make millions of dollars. Yeah. It's crazy. So strange. I guess he feels he could better serve the people at Newsmax. It's probably why he's <laughs> doing it, right? And it takes him out of the spotlight so that he can deal with this, you know, accusation by a 17-year-old girl. Hey, let me tell you something, buddy. Changing jobs ain't going to help you with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it might not be made as big of a deal because he's not in Congress. He's not representing people. Right. I, I mean, you still bro you still broke the law. Yeah, he won't get a lot of heat on or light on him. But, but yeah, you will. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it'll just be slightly different. So Yeah, people won't be asking if you to leave your job. Yeah, because it's news. <laughs> Honestly, I... I bet you if he goes, if he does, if the, if he officially gets a arrest or anything like that, Newsmax ratings will go up, hmm. which Probably. siphons more away from Fox News. So, into total la la land. Um, so I do want to move on to uh, some of the stuff I have listed under religious nonsense. Uh, Wait, yes, I got one more politics thing. It's a okay. sort of a quickie. Did anybody see Trump's speech at the wedding? I absolutely uh -huh. did not. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> so. 
someone had a wedding at Mar-a-Lago. And I guess tr- they asked Trump to do a speech or he just took it upon himself to do it. I'm not sure. He just dropped in, I think. Probably just dropped in, grabbed the mic, did a mini rally <laughs> at the wedding. Of talked course. about the border, how he was robbed of the election. Went on for about five minutes. And then at the end, he was like, you guys are a great couple. Enjoy. Goodbye. Bang. Yeah. Dropped the mic. Walked out. <laughs> it was pathetic. <laughs> like, could you imagine... <laughs> Obama grabbing the mic at a wedding <laughs> oh. and bitching about <laughs> politics for five minutes. No, of course not. He couldn't even gracefully tie it into the couple at the end. He just just did a complete 180 and was like, border, Joe Biden sucks, blah, blah, blah. You guys are great. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> he saw a microphone in a room full of people that were captive and he talked at them. That's what he does. Also, on a side note, what classless fuck has a wedding at Mar-a-Lago these days? Yeah, yeah that's the other thing. What the fuck is going on there? You got to be riding this fine line of having enough money to do it, but not having enough money to know that Donald Trump is like a joke rich person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Different set of eyes, dude. <laughs> like, again, they don't see when they see him, they don't see a failed game show host who blundered his way into politics. They see uh, the greatest American hero. Yeah, but that works. I feel like that works more on the lower middle class and poor. Like, I feel like if you had enough money to comfortably pay for the wedding there, you'd probably know that he's like a, like a fraud. <laughs> like, you wanted to be, you probably wanted to be president because he wants to do things for rich people. But are you really going to have your nice, fancy wedding at Mar-a-Lago? Like, I'm just saying, there's probably, like, a nice green zone in there for people who have enough but still believe that shit. <laughs> but I feel like you hit a certain point where everyone's like, oh, please, Donald Trump rich, no. <laughs> I wonder you if don't have su- your wedding at Mar-a-Lago. I wonder if it's super discounted at the moment, so it's a cheap place to have right. a, a fancy wedding. Maybe. <laughs> well, I, I know half of it was partially shut down for a COVID outbreak. Well. <laughs> Do you see that Trump plane, too, is just sitting on the tarmac uh, getting taken apart? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, it's been parked for the last four years, so. Yeah. He's got no airplane. Anyway, I just wanted to talk about that for a minute. Sure, absolutely. That's fine. I, Ray, I also have just a quick follow-up from a previous show. Sure, okay. The attempt by the Kentucky GOP to change their vacancy laws, total success. In case you hadn't heard about that, mm. Mitch McConnell says, you guys should change the rules of our state <gasps> so that if I decide to retire, I get to pick who succeeds me instead of the governor. And they went, that's a great idea. And the government said veto, and they went, "Deh, override." 100% GOP here in, in the Kentucky Senate. And they went, oh, okay, well, overrule your veto. Wow. And it's good. So now, wow, now the that. rule in Kentucky is when someone vacates their Senate seat, the party of the vacating, the party heads of the vacating uh, senator present the governor with a three-person list, and he has to choose one of those three people. <laughs> oh, wow. That is Fucking insane. I can't believe that's not bigger news. Yeah, it didn't make any so, of my news feeds. That's, no. uh, yeah, absolutely. It was absolute. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew just, it was happening. I didn't know it had passed. Wow. Yeah. Mitchell is an absolute monster. So the governor vetoes <laughs> Like, absolute. Wait, yes. wait, wait. The governor vetoes it and somehow it still passes? 100%. There aren't any. There's just no rules in anything, is Democratic there? members of the Kentucky House or Senate. Right, they, there's like four. Yeah, you need a, total. You need a supermajority to override a veto. You need to do a presidential yeah. veto as well. Mm. That's that's pretty yeah. normal. 
Wow. That's so gross. Yes. Between that and Georgia, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a rough 2024. It is. That's every every move right now. The, the voting changes in Georgia, the continued uh, attempts to block D.C. and Puerto Rican statehoods mm. are for the same reasons. Keep the numbers low. DC would DC would create two more Democratic senators, so block that. Puerto Rico would create two more Democratic senators, block that. However, in Kentucky, thanks Kentucky, mm. the Senate that you don't have to vote for people there anymore. Mitch McConnell, <laughs> the outgoing Republicans yeah. can just pick their new Republicans. They uh, the thing that scares me the most about all this shit is like I feel like the Democrats are not doing anything about these things. Mm. Correct. Like, even, like, you know, they come out and say, oh, it's horrible. And then, okay, nothing we can do. I mean, I understand there's yep. a certain, there's a certain, but something, do something. No, it's, it's, it's rooted in their, I don't know, just their, their cowardice, I think, Jared. Like, the, everything that's going on with the filibuster. Mm. All crazy, <laughs> just the worst person ever, Mitch McConnell. Oh, if you guys do that, then... Oh, when we're back in charge, we're going to destroy everything. Go for it. Go for and it. How exactly does that look compared to what they've had been doing? Yeah. Well, you think for destroyed. a second they didn't add anything. <laughs> yeah. You, you think for a second that the Senate, as soon as they get back in control, isn't going to get rid of the filibuster once the GOP is back in charge again? Right. Oh, but, right. They'll just be like, all right, we'll get rid of the filibuster. Right. You, know, you brought just, it up. Seems like a good idea. We're going to do it. Cuck. I mean, that's the thing. They got to understand. They got maybe two years. Well, less now. You know, yeah. mm. to start, just start fucking jamming things through there as much as possible. Because, fuck, if you don't do anything, then you're going to look like bitches anyway and lose. But, you know, you got a thin razor margin here. Use it. And, uh, yeah, they just, right. and I, they just lost another uh, person in the house. Although she yeah. beat the other person by like seven votes. So I, oh, yeah, over in, uh, what was that, Wh not Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. Mm. Wisconsin? <laughs> I forget where it was, but then there's a thing where there was 22 votes, apparently, that were not counted, and they say that the Democrat would have won, and so they want to overturn the election. It's just, it's just fucking fun and games while our lives hang in the balance. Mm. Right, I, I guess, yeah, the idea, the threat that, you know, we'll just, you know, the GOP will just lay waste to everything. Like, so we either, they either completely get their way, or they completely get their way. Right. Like, those are apparently the two options that they're, so you might as well just do it. If 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 the only answer to we'd like it to go back to where you actually have to filibuster and you can't just say the word filibuster aloud and block every piece of legislation that we try to push for, then just go nuts. You're right, Jared. You've got 365 more days to get this done. Go nuts. Mm. Yeah. Just assume if, that they're going to do the worst shit ever every time. Because they will. Yeah. No, ma there's, there's, yeah, no matter what. They blocked a fucking Supreme Court judge. Yeah. For a year. What? What more do you need? What more? Do you, and yeah, and then jammed one in a week before an election. Yeah. Like, yeah. what more? What, you think now they've calmed down? They're going to be more responsible? <laughs> Fuck it. Right. I've, I've got to, I got to, I know people always say this as a joke, and I know I don't have the resources to flee the country, but, you know, if I'm looking at how things are devolving, mm. like, back when I was a kid, I thought it couldn't get any worse than Ronald Reagan. And then George Sr. was worse. And then I thought it couldn't get any worse than George Sr. And George Jr. was significantly worse. And I thought, well, at least we've hit the bottom. Mm -hmm. You can't get worse than George Jr. And Donald Trump was the worst human person 
ever elected to, I think, an office, Mm -hmm. let alone the office of the president. So I can only assume... Marjorie Taylor Greene? That, that <laughs> That's following my theory. <laughs> Jared's theory starting to sound a little stronger, but I mean, the next person has to be even worse than Trump. Am I wrong? Like, you've got to up the awful every time, right? It's seemingly, yeah. That's scary. I do see a trend. I mean... And they have no plans. Their only plans are lower taxes as much as possible, pump up the military, and fuck the poor. That's it. Yeah. That's all they got. And the opposite side, while it looked like we were moving forward, kind of just hanging around in the middle. Not really going backwards, not really going forwards. Just same old, same old. Mm. We're boned. (laughs) 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 All right, with that note, uh, it is almost 10. I'm going to uh, move on to the uh, religious stuff. Um, And we've touched on this in several different ways. In Florida, uh, Duval County Public Schools, uh, there is a school called the Robert E. Lee High School, and there were a lot of people calling for that school to change its names, and apparently there were a few people saying, look, you know, we're a bunch of really good Christians, we can't have this, uh, we can't have this Robert E. Lee, uh, the name of the place where we're sending our kids. And there was a guy, a Florida man, Mm -hmm. uh, who got up to the mic and said, you know what, if you're Christians, you shouldn't stand for this, changing the name. It's awfully funny that you want to bring up Christianity when it says in the Bible, Jesus himself never condemned slavery. In fact, he said slaves have an obligation to obey their master. So if you're going to throw around Christianity, say both sides. (laughs) So, you know, slavery, good people on both sides. (laughs) Wow. Uh, But again, I think this feeds back into the putting it on front street. Like they're not even disguising it anymore. They're going right back to the Jim Crow laws, the idea that the Bible supports slavery. Um, Robert E. Lee was a good guy because slavery, you know, was supported by the Bible. So, yeah, which that's where they're that's where they're coming at this from. Right. And they're right. The Bible does support slavery. So (laughs) that's true. It is in there. If you're going to back to a strict interpretation, though, you have to look at what your clothes are made out of. And, you know, no more shrimp. Yeah, and Jesus never condemned homosexuality, so, you know. Yeah. But wait, that's not what this guy said, though. Did it? Uh, what do you mean? He specifically- He said, if you're a Christian, if you're a Christian, you should be against this, is what he said, right? You should be against changing the name of the school. Right. Leave it Robert E. Lee. Right, because Jesus never condemned slavery, so- And he- wait, he- so he said that part? Oh, yes. Whoa! (laughs) Yeah. I thought you were just speculating. No. Nope. Holy he specifically shit. said Jesus never condemned slavery. So if you're going to throw Christianity into this, you have to uh, go by both sides. Right. Which is also a woe. And as you said, uh, he's not wrong. <laughs> that and he Jesus walked, was very pro-slavery. And he walked out of that building unharmed. No black person tried to punch him. or. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They, I think enough uh, enough black people have seen what happens to uh, to to, yeah. to somebody who punches a white guy. Mm. And nobody told him to get off the stage or anything. Oh, he's no. in an open mic. Yeah. Oh my god, they're lucky I'm not at these things. <laughs> Be like, get the fuck out of here. Slavery's okay. Uh, another uh, story about religious or uh, re- religious people being oppressive. So this one is in uh, Pleasant Hills, Pennsylvania, our local state here. There's a woman working at Panera Bread who was 
hanging around in their like break room with a couple of the managers, like a general manager and the assistant manager. And uh, they asked her what her religion was, because that's something you should bring up while you're at work. <laughs> and she responded and said she was pagan. They immediately started making faces at her and said, you're going to hell. And then a few days later, they, she was told that her hours were being cut until she found God. <laughs> so she went to question this and went to like, what's the, the number to call for HR? And she was told, uh, if you call HR about this, you will be fired on the spot. So she found the number and called corporate. They never called her back. Uh, she was fired. So was her husband, who wasn't in this conversation in any way. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lawsuit now against Panera's actions uh, being discriminatory on the basis of religion and harassment in the workplace. And yeah. Wow. Yeah. If there's even a shred of evidence that this story is accurate, the they're winning that lawsuit. Freedom from Religion Foundation will shred Panera bread. Yeah. Absolutely. Or at least take I a mean, nice slice. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Those the man, her manager will be fired. Panera's umbrella corporation will release a statement saying, "Blah blah blah. We condone discrimination of any variety. Jibba jibba jabba. Please buy our overpriced sandwiches and soup." <laughs> so, and wow. as uh, this is on the friendly atheist again, and he says, he says, and I agree with this completely. Just a reminder that being non-Christian, even when you're not talking about it, it could be easily come up and come back to haunt you. So, yeah, you got to be careful because this is this is the couple like that's that was their job. That was everything. That was their income. So sure. Yeah, Whew. sure. Hopefully they are compensated nicely from their yeah, lawsuit. I, would, I hope so. I mean, and it, that's the other part. Like, it wasn't like she said something horrible, like I'm an atheist. <laughs> she said, I believe in the exact same nonsense you guys believe in, just in a different way. Yeah. I like to say the word goddess occasionally. <laughs> and they went, nope, you're fired. Well, I don't think a lot of Christians know what paganism is, honestly. And there's well, many sure different kinds true. of paganism even. So, I mean, pagan in the tradition is just the native religion before Christianity went, oh, you're wrong. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Yeah, whatever that religion was. It wasn't a right. united thing. It was just the local religion. Not Christian. Yeah. Uh, another story of discrimination, a Christian group at the University of Iowa had barred a student from leadership when they found out that he was gay. So you've got the University of Iowa. They have a Christian group, a group of students who get together and do Christian things. They found out that the guy who was elected the leader was gay. They banned him from the group. Uh, the student mm -hmm. filed a complaint, and the school revoked the group's status as a student organization because of their actions. The group then sued the school... And on last Monday, a federal court said that they could be held liable for violating the group's freedoms of speech and association. Wow. So it's a real back and forth here. But the end all is that a court says you told a student organization they could not be on the university because of their actions. And that violates their rights as bigoted Christians. Hmm. What if it was a white supremacist group? Right. You have to, you know, you have to allow them to not allow people of color into their white supremacist group. I or mean, even still, what if they just got rid of the leader because he was gay? He was white and gay, and then he sued, and they're like, "No, nope, but you're right as a as a hate race hating group to do what you right. want." Yeah, 
Gays aren't protected under the Civil Rights Act. It's still okay to discriminate against them. Mm. Especially if you disguise it as religion. Yeah, even if if it is illegal to discriminate against uh, LGBTQ, it's it's not if you're religious, so... Right. I wish I had looked up before we... Before this story, so I could remember where they just passed a law that said first responders no longer have to help gay people or trans people because it's against their religion. <sighs> I'll find it before we go too far forward, <laughs> okay. but continue. Uh, so the next thing I've got is, is a kind of a transition, although it's still religious stuff. Um, there's an article that I found very interesting on the Religion News Service. It's about swastikas. And basically, Nazi Germany stole the swastika. Swastikas existed for thousands of years. Hitler and the Nazis, however, stole it, kind of put it on on its edge, right? They turned it a little bit, and it has now become a complete symbol of hate. However, Hindus, Buddhists, Sikhs, Jains, Native Americans all use this symbol. It's almost always, all cases, it's a symbol of good fortune or prosperity, something to that effect. And it's still used by a lot of these religions. But now they have to keep their symbols hidden, right? If if a Hindu moves to America and they have these symbols, they have to keep them hidden because of of all of everything that the Nazis did, which Mm. is an awful thing. And yet it just, you know, I I said it before in one of these shows that I hate the way that uh, neo-Nazis are taking over all the Viking, the Nordic symbols, because I've always loved those stories. I always like the, and and I'm like, you can't have it. You can't have these symbols. But you know what? I'm just, I guess I'm to the point where I'm like, all right, fine. They've ruined all of it. They've ruined the swastika. They've they've also ruined (laughs) the Norse. They've ruined the swastika for the Hindus and the Buddhists. They've ruined all the Norse stuff for everybody who's enjoyed those stories. It's just that amount of hatred and vitriol just apparently overrides previous use of of symbols. So just a new level of disgust for me. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Um, What? Wasn't there a a hate group uh, or some sort of domestic terrorist group recently that was really into, I want to say they were really into Hawaiian shirts. And I was really upset about that because I love Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> and like the Boogaloo boys started making it their thing. Oh, no. Yeah. I really, it, I felt like Ray felt. It really, it struck me right in my selfish little heart. I was like, how dare you take my Hawaiian shirts from me? Are you happy with the runes you stole from Ray? <laughs> the don't tread on me flags you stole from everybody else? Come on. All I had was Hawaiian shirts. Now you wear one, and you get associated with those assholes. Yeah, exactly. It was the Boogaloo Boys. Curses. <laughs> All right, before we get too late, um, I had some COVID stuff. There's an article on the Washington Post, if you can get there. It uh, shows a good map of where your county is, if, you know, if your counties are reporting. There's a whole bunch of states like Texas, New Mexico, Colorado, Nebraska, the southern half of Dakota. <laughs> they not reporting uh, the statistics correctly, or at least the right way. However, uh, in a lot of states, including Pennsylvania and Florida, uh, where we have a few listeners, Wisconsin, we've got uh, we've got several, uh, you can see by county how many people have been vaccinated, how the vaccination's going. I thought it was an interesting map. Hmm. Um, I don't know how frequently their information is updated, if it's a one-time shot, but pretty up-to-date currently, so... If you wanted to check it out. Also, 
There's an article on The Hill. So most of the disinformation about the uh, vaccine and COVID in general, apparently they tracked it all down, tracked it back to 12 prominent people who uh, they are labeling as the disinformation dozen. Uh, it's a list of 12 people who started pretty much all of the uh, misinformation about COVID-19. I saw that same wow. list independently. It's really alarming. I don't know most of these people. I mean, the top of the list is Robert nope. F. Kennedy, which... Ah, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Junior. Right. Junior. Right. <laughs> well, there were, I didn't recognize any of the other names. Is there is some... No, I just... I was... When, when I saw this article, I was like, 12 people? Really? Man, I feel like we could be giving more. The four of us. That's all it takes. Man. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently 12 people can influence quite a bit. <laughs> These days, yes. See? Social media ruins everything. <laughs> The, the internet. One of the people who wasn't on the, uh, wasn't one of the sources, but who gave a lot of the, spread a lot of the misinformation, Franklin Graham, he is now getting... Oh, uh, is that, what's his name, Skid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The non-superstar Billy Graham? <laughs> he, uh... The preachy one? He is now getting backlash from right-wing people who follow him because he has changed tune and said that, uh, yeah, you should go get a vaccine. He's trying to tell all of his his uh, flock that they should get a vac vaccine in order to, uh, you know, return to church and get their lives back to normal. And everybody's coming back going, wait a minute. Yeah. You've said the exact opposite for a year now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's funny. So this will segue into, because my... Apparently this show, <laughs> this week, uh, my greatest and oldest nemesis, Mitchell McConnell, came out today and said that he's urging all Republican men to get a vaccine, that there is no reasonable argument not to get one. Just the men? I was like, what? <laughs> uh, well, he that that is the largest demographic that he is aware of that is refusing. That he cares about. Is white Republican men. He ended his little... His little speech with, you know, you know, all people of all, I don't know what you call political persuasions <laughs> should get the vaccine. But he was very specifically targeting Republican men because that is where the most resistance is being met. I was like, why? Why would you suddenly do something ethical? I don't I hate when I don't see your angle because I just mocked you for being transparent. I'm pretty well, sure he's always been on board with the um, the somewhat scientific he, he's, he, he got real quiet for a full year. He wasn't real vocal about it, but when, anytime he was asked, he's like, yeah, you should go get the vaccine. He, he, it's not That's not really been his thing, and I'm not sure why he's not towing the, the, the company line. <laughs> I mean, I it, think that's it, not, not getting the vaccine thing supersedes Yeah, uh, They're not listening to Trump, because right now Trump yeah, is telling them to get the vaccine. Yeah. They're not listening. Yeah, no, they're, they're no one. They're, it's, they're, I've had people tell me they think I'm fucking crazy for getting a vaccine. I actually saw a study. Good. I saw a study on uh, Pennsylvania and the counties that voted Republican versus uh, are taking the vaccine. And like, yeah, up in the the the, the forested corners of the state, um, where ninety percent of the people voted for Trump, like ninety percent of the people are not getting taking the vaccine either. It's crazy. Right. It's yeah. a, there is a direct correlation. <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't know where this uh, term came from. It might have just been uh, the Center for Inquiry where I, I originally saw it. But there's a group, the Stop the Steel Expanded Universe, I think is I think it's the CFI. <laughs> but it includes Proud Boys, <laughs> QAnon, the different militia groups. Apparently, they are really now focusing on undermining the confidence 
of uh, the vaccines. There's an article in the New York Times about it. And uh, yeah, so at 90 percent of, uh, you know, the, the counties that went 90 percent for Trump, I think they're full of these guys. So sure. Yeah, that's where their I mean, energy is going. Yeah, uh, Joshua, one of our listeners said, well, good, let him die. But I, I think there is a – there's a problem with that, though. And that's that you know, 90% of the people in that county up there, once the COVID gets up there and, and floods through that you know large population of people, they will evolve a new version of the, the, of the virus. Which will put us in danger again, even though the even though you know eventually we'll all be vaccinated. So it's the it's the Brazilian problem. Brazil is this huge waxing. Oh, what? Sorry. The Brazilian <laughs> problem. No, ah. Nothing. There's a huge things evolved quickly. You paused for two <laughs> yeah, minutes. Exactly. Sorry. Half second pause in your speech opened up lots of. <laughs> I mean, there's a huge population of people in Brazil that are cooking up new variants constantly because they can't. They're not. You know taking the vaccine. So we don't want to do that in Pennsylvania. Please no. <laughs> well, the biggest argument I've been hearing from people that I actually talk to in real life, these are real humans, mm. is that they go, hey, dummy, that's to me, vaccines are supposed to stop you from getting the virus, but the vaccine only dampens the effects of the virus. So is it really a vaccine? I'm not getting that. Yep. <sighs> what? But that doesn't if make I any sense. I, so I feel like that should be a straight line, but I'm having trouble following it. It's not. Could you say it one more they're time? They're saying that it's not really a vaccine because vaccines prevent you from getting the virus. But this vaccine does not prevent you from getting COVID. It just, in most cases, will make the effects less so you won't die. Now, it'll be less severe. To be That's clear, to unpack. all vaccines introduce your, your immune system to a foreign body. That allows your immune system to combat that foreign virus or whatever. So it is true that the virus does still get into your system, but now your immune system knows how to handle it. So no, no vaccine prevents you from being exposed to the virus. Right. That's it just, just trains your immune system how to right. deal with it. Mm -hmm. That's how all vaccines have always worked. It doesn't put an, an invisible shield around you. <laughs> But okay, I, so that's what it is. The people that were speaking to Jared just genuinely have no concept of what a vaccine is or how it's supposed I guess. to work. Right. Okay. And that is the general consensus amongst them. Wow, that's weird. But if, if the argument back should be, well, if, if it prevents you from getting the disease serious enough to put you in the hospital or kill you, isn't it still worth it? Well, these people also believe taking vitamins will stop you from getting COVID. <sighs> oh. Is it vitamin D? Huh? Is it? <laughs> Listen, you've got to understand every fucking thing is a conspiracy with these people. Sure. Everything. That ship that blocked up the Suez Canal? That's fucking conspiracy. <laughs> QAnon people think that Hillary Clinton owns that ship and that there's actually people on it that she traffics. Uh, a guy asked me, he's like, oh, you think that ha you think that was you think that was fake? Or you think that just happened? No, that happened for a reason. They did it. For <laughs> I mean, nothing is not nefarious. And clandestine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do. It just the mo I do. Because I I You dabble. Again, until the last couple <laughs> years, I was really into conspiracies because mm. they were fun. Mm. And then people started taking them seriously and it got weird. <laughs> I mean and laws started being made because of these conspiracies. Right. Mm. And then it got bizarrely polarized and people can you just started to conflate politics with a conspiracy theory, and then it got awful. But I still wanted to treat myself to the occasional conspiracy, so I went to a different subreddit that 
was allegedly a non-political conspiracy. It turns out it's still political and just as disappointing. I sat through many, many scroll downs of a thread where every anti-vaxxer on there views themselves as a free-thinking hero <laughs> that's not going to be lulled to sleep like these sheeple who will just line up to get a vaccine because how could you even think to inject that into your body? You don't know what's in there. And they are they're heroes that are saving us from vaccines. Mm -hmm. And the backlash against them is so disproportionate based on what they believe and what they're doing. They just they can't believe that they have to live like this <laughs> for all the good that they're doing. I've said it before. You, you got to do, like, you do your own research. Do your own research. Come on, sheeple. Wake up. It's real easy. What you do is you form the opinion in your head <laughs> that you want. And then you go find YouTube videos supporting your opinion. You have done your research. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. As long as you find one credible source or someone with a, you know, degree that agrees with you, then that totally negates the 150 people who disagree with you. Even if that person, I mean, that person calls yeah. themselves doctor, they could even oh, believe that, old. you know, demons have sex with you while you sleep. But if they have doctor in their name and they say what you want to hear, you're gold. Yeah, Absolutely. It, it was it was shocking. I mean, they were talking about how it was that this uh, the virus is a culling because the brave hero anti-vaxxers are the ones that are the rabble rousers and they're the ones that are going to free us from big pharma. So they created this virus knowing that the anti-vaxxers wouldn't get vaccines and it would kill them all off so that everybody else would just be complacent and go along with whatever big pharma and Bill Gates tells them what to do. Wow. And I was just delirious after that. <laughs> I was like, and I'm never reading this subreddit again. <laughs> and that was the last day of that sure. subreddit. Wow. All right, wrap it up here on the COVID. Uh, AstraZeneca. Yes. Uh, I just had to mention this. AstraZeneca initially cherry-picked their data to ma make their vaccine look better. Uh, they, they got <laughs> caught and uh, has since adjusted their efficacy estimates, so they're no longer quite as inflated as they were. They are still saying they're at like, uh, what was it, between... I think they reduced it from like 79% effective to 76% effective. And then another independent organization looked at their numbers and it was more like 69 to 74% effective. So in any case, AstraZeneca's numbers, eh, you know, they're kind of pulling a business move here to try to uh, stay in the market, which... If you go back to a few, I don't know, a few, a few months ago, when we started talking about the possible vaccines and how this was going to be like an open market and corporations are going to be, you know, trying to get their, their numbers up in order to get them, their marketing up. We pretty much already talked about this. So here you go. This is, uh, this is what is happening and what we thought was going to happen. In any case, AstraZeneca still seems to be better than nothing. So. Uh, final story. I wanted to mention, I don't know if you guys remember, we did talk about it. A, uh, a pair of Nikes, Nike hmm. put out Nike Air Max 97s. They, uh, were Jesus shoes. They came with a steel crucifix. Oh, these are yeah. dope. Steel crucifix. They were made 100% frankincense wool. <laughs> they included 60 cc's of holy water from the River Jordan tucked under the sole. Yeah. And we're inscribed with the uh, Matthew 14.25, which is the verse where Jesus supposedly walks on water. 
So in contradiction to that, oh, they sold for $3,000 a pair. And I, I believe this is one <laughs> of the times that Ian and Jared went off on the, why can't me think of these things? <laughs> well, right. And then Little Nas X stole our idea. <laughs> well, yeah. Little Nas X apparently is now teaming up with this company and is now set to release a pair of Satan shoes. They're the same Nikes, but they contain a drop of human blood. They have gold pentagrams and reference Bible verse Luke 10:18 that says, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. They are going to create 666 individually numbered pairs to be sold for $1,018 each. And Nike has sued him. Well, I because thought that, Ni- I don't know how the, what is the MSCHF group that they... Uh, I assume they, they paint shoes yeah. and make them fancy. Okay. Yeah, product design company. Right. They are an art group. Yes. Yes. I, I guess the shoe, you know, the frame of the shoe is, what are they, Mikey Air Max 97s? Right. So, yeah, I believe Nike is like, you can't just... Can't just devil it you up. Know, <laughs> appropriate, you can't like appropriate our shoe. And pretend like it's your shoe? Is that the issue? I guess, but these are the same people who did the original Jesus shoes, so... They were okay with the Jesus shoe, but not with the Satan shoe. Hmm. Yeah, apparently. Maybe they didn't ask. Or maybe they did ask, right, I don't, and were told I, yeah, no. I don't know what the rules are. Yeah. I don't know what the rules are for... Again, but they're, I, I, they're not being marketed as Nike brand Satan shoes. So I, if, if I bought 600 pairs of Nikes, and me and an artist buddy painted them and resold them i don't see how that's suitable well, they, unless i'm saying buy these right, Nikes. they do still have the nike logo on them so maybe that's enough I, maybe it's that they don't want the association they want to choose who they are associated with yeah i don't know it's 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 i'm curious i don't understand what what rules are being broken right. yeah i don't know but uh don't hey, know. Mm-hmm. satan shoes it reminds me of so I'm part of a uh, local like yard sale group on Facebook. Just I don't know why, and somebody <laughs> um, dropped in there and said, "Hey, I've got a pair of Yeezy Foam Runner sand shoes, size ten for sale," and they showed the picture of them. This is the weirdest freaking thing I've ever seen. I I can't adequately describe what these sneakers look like. So I'll post a picture in in Discord and we'll post one on the website because they are freaky. Do you, do you know they're like sneaker Crocs. Looks like it was 3D printed. They printing. are. And do you know what portion of his fortune come from those? Mm-hmm. Like 40%. Really? His Yeezy brand brings him so much oh, money. sure. Yeezy brand. But these things in particular are fucking weird. Oh, maybe not that exact shoe, but I'm sure they're popular. Well, have you seen them? Because. <laughs> <laughs> a Yeezy foam runner is, that that's an abomination. That's what that is. Sorry. <laughs> If you want to uh, see the image, I will post it on this week's uh, episode. All right, that's all I've got. Anything else? Uh, I was trying to get the details of it before the end of the show, and I didn't. It, it's it's typical stuff, and it's two things. One, my old nemesis in South Dakota, Christy Noem, pulled a wacky anti-trans move, like, I want to say yesterday. So they, the, 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 the South Dakota legislature passed a bill that said trans people can't play in uh, sports uh, on a collegiate or or high school level. And she said, this is a great idea. Let me just tell you that the language that you're currently using 
is going to open us up to lots of court battles. If you want this to be as successful as I do, rework the language and send it back to me. And they said, how dare you tell us how to hate trans people? (laughs) I can tell you they didn't use the term trans people, but they said, we will put it back exactly the way we read it. And she went, okay, veto. And they went, why would you do that? And she went, don't worry. And then immediately issued two executive orders in the language that she preferred (laughs) to block trans people from playing collegiate sports in (laughs) South Dakota. Spectacular. Wow. That's when I went, wow. She is much smarter than I gave her credit for. Good for you. <laughs> and then there was another one, and I only wanted to bring it up because it reminded me of the Soaring Eagles sure. of Freedom. Good, good for good for her, bad for everyone else. Yeah, absolutely. But there was another law, and I can't remember the state. That's what I'm trying to track down. If it was Arkansas or Mississippi or something like that, where they passed an, an anti-transgender bill that was uh, – it was called like the it – was, it was like the Soaring Eagles of Freedom. It was called like the, the protection – and preservation of confused youth bill. <laughs> the save the children wow. bill. Ugh. And it was something like, or maybe it was Alabama, because they had a, you know, they just, it was, it was one of those things where everybody, had, yes, everybody at the University of Mobile was like, here's what you need to do. You know, you need to get these hormones. You get to, you get to, you need to see a psychologist. You need to do this in the healthiest way possible. And they went, nope, these kids are just confused. You need to stop. We have one pediatrician that agrees with mm. us. Transitioning is outlawed in Alabama. And they went, and we're going to call it the Protect the Children Bill. <laughs> I was like, you scumbags. Why do you keep using the same moves and why do they keep working? How many times do we have to lampoon your shit before people can see through it? Mm. We have a lot of work to do. The answer, unlimited. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it all comes back to the fact that so many people have been indoctrinated to the idea that if you're a Christian, that equates to being a good person. Mm. And it doesn't matter what you do, <laughs> as long as you do it in the name of being a Christian, you're still a good person. It's not but there true. Can be good, there can be good Christians, and there can be good people that are Christians, but uh, that does not follow every time. There are plenty of bad people that happen to be Christian. Plenty. Alrighty. Uh, in that case, I think that's all we got for this week. First, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast especially for you guys who could join us tonight. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, you could uh, sign up on our Patreon page and join us on Discord as well. If you can't do that, uh, please share this podcast on social media. Leave a review, especially on iTunes, or but wherever you happen to listen. If you uh, would like to contact us again, you can do so on our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Also, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. It is a network of podcasting... I would say like-minded, but not necessarily. A whole bunch of different types of shows on there. Soon to be. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is there an anti-atheist podcast <laughs> I don't know. on our network? If if I find out there is, we'll invite them on and have a discussion. Uh, soon to be named network.com gives you a all the current and archive shows. Uh, again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Bray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you.